Welcome to Bit Party Goes to the Movies, a Bit Party short where we watch contemporary films that are in theaters now. I'm your co-host Jared Cotta, and I'm your co-host Brendan Cotta. And Bren, what did we watch for this episode of Bit Party Goes to the Movies? For this episode, we watched the very funny Zombieland Double Tap. Welcome to Zombieland. Life is about more than just survival. Zombieland Double Tap is a celebration of sorts. It is marking the 10-year anniversary of the original Zombieland. Uh, Zombieland is kind of like a cult classic film, um, for those of you that don't know. Uh, It stars Woody Harrelson, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Emma Stone, among other famous cast members. Yep. And uh, it is a comedic look at the zombie apocalypse. Yes, at a time when I think zombie movies were at their height, this one was... A fun gore fest and an exploration of zombie movie tropes. That's true. Bren, before we uh, continue on with our discussion of Zombieland, I wanted to talk to the audience about our recent transition from Movie Pass to another unlimited movie <laughs> service. Um, so, for for many people, they probably don't know that MoviePass went under. Yep. Uh, the the company that was allowing us to kind of do these bit party goes to the movies and go to the f- cinema uh, a few times a, a month and and put out these episodes. Um, unfortunately, that company folded. It folded hard. <laughs> yeah, it didn't seem to be well run at all ever. No, because it's it was such a good idea. Uh huh. This. Movie theaters had been in decline for such a long time. Um, the invention of streaming services didn't really help things at all. And uh, a business that allowed you to go see new movies with one subscription seemed like a moneymaker. And yet, they just couldn't keep it afloat. I think that it was really poorly managed. Um, and we've moved on. It took us a little while. Uh, we finally bit the bullet because... It, I will admit it's a little bit more expensive, but yeah. so far we're really enjoying the Regal Unlimited pass. Yeah. Um, we've seen two movies on that pass. Uh, we forgot to talk about it on our Joker episode, but uh, I want to mention it here because, uh, yeah, it's really cool, and, and we were kind of unable to, without spending exorbitant amounts of money, a- unable to do Bit Party Goes to the Movies, and now we're, we're back. And Zombieland was a fun little romp through a post-apocalyptic world. <laughs> it was. It was actually kind of a nice change from the last few movies we've done. Yeah. Because we did Marvel movie, Lion King, Joker, and then this was a nice sequel to a cult classic that was just fun and gore and jokes. Yeah. Um, so, well, let's let's get right into it. And without spoiling too much, Brendan, what was your rating for Zombieland Double Tap? For Zombieland Double Tap, I gave it a 7.5. Okay. I loved it. I thought it was fun and funny, and it was nice to see the group, the the cast back together. The only thing that docked it for me was that I wish they had explored the world of Zombieland just a little bit more. Uh Uh-huh. They don't make the zombies in Zombieland out to be this huge threat. They're kind of shambling. Um, They're not too intelligent for the most part. And yet, the world we see 10 years in the future is unchanged from the world we see in uh, the first movie. And so I I would have liked to see a little bit more progress, but 
it's just a fun romp. This movie doesn't take itself too seriously, which is something that I like a lot about it. And so it's not meant to be overanalyzed. I thought it was a great movie still. I agree. I, I gave it an eight. And oh, nice. I think for me, what drove it really high is, is what you're saying is, is its ability to just kind of be carefree, be pretty fun, uh, have a lot of comedy. Uh, what I really loved is that they really doubled down on these caricatures. Yeah. They did not shy away from these cliched um, like characters, like the ditzy girl is over the top mm-hmm. and the, the hippie is over the top. And it, they didn't have to really develop these characters because as soon as they start to open their mouth and say a few lines, then you're like, I know exactly everything about that person and that <laughs> character. And it, it makes it more funny. Because you, you can imagine what they are and who they were before Zombieland and, and the, the fact that they either stay the, the dits or the hippie or the pacifist, regardless of how the world is, is, is like a, a funny element in itself. Definitely. It makes it super efficient, too, because they don't need to spend a whole lot of time on character development. They don't need to spend a lot of time building up the villain because it's zombies. We get it. We don't need them to have a backstory or anything. So we can just go right into the action. Yeah. Speaking of right into the action, what was your favorite part of this movie? My favorite part of this movie was a new character that they introduced. And without giving too much away, his name is Berkeley. Uh-huh. And as per a Zombieland theme, they're named after the places where they're from. Mm-hmm. And he's this incredibly, insufferably hippie character and the reason that I liked Berkeley so much was that they took such uh, uh, such niche qualities of people from UC Berkeley uh-huh. and really hit all of them. Uh-huh, yeah. Like they were all recognizable from people that I have met being from California, and they, I, th- I thought they did a really good job with that character. I thought it was hilarious. I agree that that character was was really good. Uh, had some of my favorite lines in the in the film and was just an all-around, like, <laughs> as much as he pretends to care about everybody, uh, is just an absolute douchebag. Yeah. Uh, which, was, which was awesome. <laughs> my favorite part uh, of the film is when Columbus and Tallahassee meet their doppelgangers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, like, these characters that are also trudging through zombie land uh, that have almost an exact the exact same characteristics and also a very similar dynamic. Mm-hmm. Although what's great is that uh, the ki- these doppelgangers seem to have a, a better relationship. They're like so a more loving... weirdly affectionate. <laughs> exactly. Uh, these characters are, are Albuquerque and Flagstaff, played by Luke Wilson and uh, Thomas Middleditch. Uh, Thomas Middleditch being from Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. And you can already tell how close he is to the Jesse Eisenberg uh, character. That's one of the things that I liked uh, about that, about them introducing the doppelgangers was that the first Zombieland was early on in Jesse Eisenberg's career mm-hmm. and he and Michael Sarah cornered the market on that wimpy, shy, skinny guy. Yeah. And there have been more people adding to that and so they just kind of, there's a, a, a nod to that. I, I could not stop laughing during that scene. It was really... <laughs> so good. The dynamic between those two pairs, Albuquerque and Tallahassee and Columbus and Flagstaff. <laughs> awesome. All the way through. Well, I, I think that most likely 
this can be the the end of of Zombie Land. I don't know that they're going to do a a three just because this it took ten years to kind of put out this other one. Um, the actors are, have obviously their careers have all skyrocketed. What with yeah. the, the main characters all being Academy Award nominees and Emma Stone being a winner. What I loved about this also is that it was. A hundred percent for the fans. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. Collecting all of the actors that were going to be in it, they they seem to do it specifically for the people that they knew enjoyed the first one. Yeah, um, which is pretty cool. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, if if they left it off here, I definitely wouldn't be upset. But they did such a good job with this one that I could also see them, maybe not in another ten years, but depending on how successful this is, bringing everyone back together and just saying, "Hey, it's a ninety-nine minute movie. Let's put out another one." It was nice to get this 99-minute <laughs> laughing comedy after we had seen Joker, which was like a two-and-a-half-hour something or other. Yeah. Listen to our yeah. Joker episode if you want to learn more about that one. Um, Bren. Yes. I think you know what's coming up next. This is Bit Party. We, uh, we have to find our, uh, our Bit Part characters and then explain why they stole our hearts and uh, give a little movie pitch there. Do you want to go first on this one? Yeah, sure, I can go first. The bit part that stole my heart was Madison. Madison is a is the ditzy girl that Columbus encounters in the uh, mall oh, in, yeah. in Washington, yeah. D.C. And she's been hiding in a freezer um, to keep away from the zombies for the last ten years. <laughs> and um, if you ask Tal- Tallahassee how she survived, it's because zombies only eat brains, and she has none of those. <laughs> She's an awesome character because of just how uh, girly and uh, prissy she is in this horrible uh, world that they've created. And I guess the obvious bit part movie, bit party movie, would be what was her life like in the freezer? Yeah. What's her day-to-day? Yeah. What's her... This could be uh, her castaway. As, yeah. As you, <laughs> as you eloquently put Joker being, uh, being Joaquin Phoenix's uh, castaway, I feel like this is her version. <laughs> I feel like that would be good because they give the whole living in a freezer as just a one-off explanation. Okay, now she's good. She's still alive. But I think it would be interesting to see how she somehow survived and learned so little in that amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, The bit part that stole my heart was Nevada, played by Rosario Dawson. Okay. That was a great role. Yeah. Yeah. She did an excellent job. And what interested me about her was that unlike a lot of the other people we meet in these movies, she seems to have hunkered down in in a fortress that's visited frequently by other people who are roaming the wasteland uh-huh and i think that that could be a really interesting role for her is she definitely she's a very strong character and i think that her defending her home and interacting with this uh rotation of people coming her way would be interesting absolutely yeah that was really that's really cool she's a great character oh yeah there's there's only one thing uh or piece of trivia that is vitally important <laughs> for the audience to know uh, I found this on IMDb, and it is that in the end credits, the song Burning Love by Elvis, or written by Elvis, I should say, it is actually being performed by Woody Harrelson. No way. For the end credits, yeah. That's awesome. How awesome is that? It sounds really good. I remember listen- hearing that and thinking how good it sounded as we were leaving the theater. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, anyways, so had to get that one out, but yeah. uh, this is a, a fun film, uh, especially around the spooky season, of course. Definitely. Zombie movies are a must. They are mandatory for spooky season. Everybody have a happy Halloween, and check out Zombieland Double Tap in theaters now. Yeah.